Hey, you're listening to an upbeat rewind featuring Preston Lee on May 6th, 2019. We'll talk more about it uh, throughout the episode, but Preston and I actually initially met through our connections in radio, which has been an absolutely fascinating journey to say the least. A lot's changed over the years, but in this episode, we talk a little bit more about the places where we were working and where we've worked in the past, but to get you up to speed, Preston and I both actually live in the Boise area now, in the Treasure Valley, and we're both working in radio. So he is still on air with Star 98, and I am currently with Town Square Media at 104.3 Wow Country in the Treasure Valley. So this was a really cool episode for me to kind of listen back to and just you know, see where I was a few years ago, see how much has changed. It's crazy to see that. But nonetheless, this episode is short and sweet and has so much value from Preston Lee. So let's get into it. You're listening to an Upbeat Rewind featuring Preston Lee. This is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Okay, so this is Upbeat. I'm here in a production studio, actually, in Boise with my man Preston Lee. How's it going, dude? Good, man. So Preston and I met a long... Well, I mean, I was listening to it. When did you start at Star 98? Oh, a long time ago, man. Because I remember listening oh. to you before my mission, I think. Really? Yeah, I think so. Was Dang, that it's right? been years. It's been a lot of years, bro. But Preston, you're from Nashville? Yeah, I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. Actually and, uh, in Nashville or kind of around there? We lived in... A little town called Goodlitzville. Goodlitzville. Yeah. So or we're like Vol. Goodlitzville. <laughs> 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 there's a lot of there's a lot of southern people out there that might say it like that, but we called it Goodlitzville there, and uh, we were about 20 minutes from downtown. So what brought you to Idaho? I got called on a mission for my church, and um, so I was in East Idaho for two years. I decided to transfer schools. I was going to University of Tennessee, decided to transfer to BYU-Idaho, so ended up staying. And then what'd you, so I went to BYU-Idaho too. I just graduated actually not too long ago. Congratulations, man. Thank you. I'm stoked. (laughs) But what did you study there? Uh, Communications. I knew I wanted to do something that had to do with like speaking and entertaining and writing. Mm -hmm. And so I felt like communications was the closest to that. And then Wait, did you do broadcasting at all? I started out doing like emceeing for campus events. Okay. I got an email from a random lady and she was like, hey, you would be great for this. The school <laughs> radio station is hiring and you should apply. Oh, and I was cool. like, I was like, radio? <laughs> that sounds like fun, man. Let's do it. And I needed a job. So I was like, sweet. Sign yeah. me up. So I applied for it, got the job, but it was fun, man. It was fascinating yeah. to be able to manipulate audio and, and uh, you know, do stuff like that. So that's mm-hmm. kind of where it all started. And then was Rich Broadcasting, because I, I actually work right now at a radio uh, organization, a broadcast center called Rich Broadcasting. It's got four different radio stations that that play from there, which... Preston also worked there. How how did that transition go from BYU-Idaho, BYU-Idaho radio to then Rich Broadcasting? Well, I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go or what I wanted to do, but I knew I wanted to do radio. So the only opportunities... I thought I could get like, dude, I struggle with like self-esteem man. like, Mm -hmm. like I remember, especially in college, I was like, there's no way I'm getting this internship. It was an unpaid internship at Riverbend Communications. First off, I think if you don't pay your interns, you're like, (laughs) you're like, um, abusing them 
And yeah. I think all interns should be paid. No, even I, in communications. I agree totally. Because just across the street at Rich Broadcasting, they pay their interns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I, I saw an, an internship there and it was it was a news internship, news mm-hmm. writing. And so I applied, got the internship, doing news radio, had a blast. And I was like, you know, maybe, maybe I'll pursue the news thing. Went to Salt Lake City, got a second internship, yeah. unpaid, should be paying their interns. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but in Salt Lake City, worked at KSL oh, awesome. for, for an internship. And once again, I felt like I was shooting too low because mm-hmm. I wanted to do music radio. Yeah. And I wanted I wanted to be an entertainer. But for some reason, I never thought like maybe I should try to work for a music station as an intern, but I just didn't have any guidance. I didn't have anybody to like tell me. Yeah. But it was a great experience. I learned how to write really well at KSL, but uh, kept in touch with Brad Barlow, who was a big personality on Z103. Mm-hmm. So I worked at Z103 for a while after my internships. Then I decided to uh, step away <laughs> from from Riverbend Communications and my buddy Dusty um, reached out to me and and uh, I got my job with Rich Broadcasting. Mm-hmm. It was that with Star 98? It was. But it was kind of like, I feel like it was kind of like a utility position where I was mm-hmm. doing a, a bunch of stuff. And then after I worked there for a while, they saw that I was like willing to hustle and stuff. Then they hired me on um, like strictly Star 98 and uh, eventually became a program director there and worked there for about four years doing that. Well, I just remember getting home from serving my mission. When I got back, I was just hungry to perform and to be in talent shows and stuff like that. And so I did the one in Driggs. And I think that's yep. where I like initially actually met you in person. And I was fangirling totally <laughs> like, oh, I've heard, <laughs> it. I've heard him on Star 98. I always thought that was so funny, man. Like we're, we're just like peers. We go to the same school. Yeah, <laughs> both regular people, but I I did feel like like there was a little bit of like you were you were like really excited to meet me, and I so was. that made me feel really like that made me feel special, man. I was like I was like I like this dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is what interested me too is you weren't just a radio personality. You were handing me your CD of all your rapping that you do, and so I was like, hey, I'm trying to do that kind of stuff too with beatboxing. Like I, like yeah, jobs will take me wherever. Yeah, I might be doing radio or whatever, but like on the I'm always going to pursue my dream. So I wanted to ask you what got you involved with rapping as well or how you discovered that that passion for rap and for music and lyrics. Well, I grew up in the South and um, contrary to popular belief, it's not all just country out there. Mm-hmm. Um, there. There's a big hip hop scene in the area I grew up in. I think my influences to hip hop culture came from like summertime swim team because <laughs> we swam at White's Creek High School. So there were a lot of inner city kids that, that were my friends growing up. Just as a little kid, we would go, you know, for swim team. We go to the pool and like those were my friends. I don't know. Just just listen to music. I can remember when I was six rapping every single word to Coolio's Gangsta's Paradise. <laughs> Seriously, like I remember the entire song. I remember in high school just rapping for fun. And then it wasn't until like after my mission when I was like 21 that at BYU Idaho that I was like, dude, I think I can actually like rap, like actually record stuff and like put out albums yeah. and stuff. What would you say was is like your biggest accomplishment both in in radio and like career wise and then also in your music and rap pursuit? Biggest accomplishment I, I still have a job right now. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cause, um, trying to be an entertainer is, is a crazy life. It is. Um, especially in radio, there's a lot of up and downs. There's a lot of intense personalities you work with. So I think the fact that I'm still doing this is a big accomplishment. <laughs> yeah, no, it really is. <laughs> when you have also just, you know, experienced up and downs in life with switching jobs and injuries and health problems and like everything you've gone through, like you've gone through a lot, man. Yeah. What's well, like a big accomplishment in your rapping? Biggest thing was that day you mentioned. Oh, at Driggs? Um, at Driggs, I got to be like one of the entertainers and I got to rap up on stage and there was like 40 thousand people there there are 40,000 like, I remember that that's a big deal man there's most people who do enter- entertainment most people who are trying to be um, rappers or beatboxers they don't they don't 40, entertain in people. front of 40,000 people <laughs> well and what's cool is technically we opened for the Beach Boys that's right because they and, were and there. I got a picture of the Beach Boys <laughs> me me standing next to them <laughs> and uh, we had some other cool stuff like I was in a band called the Famous Undercover uh, with my cousins and um, once again it was a similar situation where there we we performed in front of 20,000 oh cool um, at, I think they called it the biggest show in Idaho. It was in Pocatello. Mm-hmm. Is it for the fireworks? For the fireworks. Yeah. So people came for the fireworks. They didn't come for us. But man, we like, we rocked that audience. Yeah. They were they were up dancing. Man, it was insane how much energy was there. I don't know, man. But I, I think I think like biggest accomplishment is like the relationships that, that I've made over the years and um, being able to use our platform for some kind of good. Yeah. At the very least, we make people laugh. You know, we entertain mm-hmm. people, make their day go a little bit better, if not more meaningful things like helping people. I mean, depression, stress, anxiety, self-esteem issues. There's tons more people out there that feel it than I sometimes recognize. And so it's good to do the kinds of things that we do because oftentimes that person we made smile that day might be someone going through some real hard times, you know? Absolutely. I know we don't have very much time left. It's, uh, I gotta, I gotta go, uh, babysit baby Braxton, my son, he's three months old. Gotta (laughs) shout him out. And your uh, wife, of course. And my wife, Megan, I love you. <laughs> I wanted to kind of leave out with this question. What advice would you give to people who maybe are high school or college students, young adults who are trying to pursue what they love to do and, you know, not get discouraged and keep their their head held high? Well, I'm going to tell you this, man. There's a There's a lot of dream crushers out there. Yep. There's a lot of people out there that are going to look you in the eye and they're going to say, your degree is worthless in this business. They're going to say, you came from where? From Idaho? They're going to give you all the reasons why you can't do what you want to do. Really, there, I had a, a professor in college, a business professor, and he's, he, he had his, his own little phrase called, he called it uh, bulldog determination. In the face of, of everything, of even your own family members, yeah, people you love and you know love you will tell you not to pursue your dreams. It's important to surround yourself with people that are also dream chasers that have the same mindset as you. Um, but you have to realize that it's hard. It's real hard. And there's going to be a lot of people telling you not to not to do it. Don't try to stick to the status quo, the regular stuff. Yes. The safe stuff. 
Um, but you have to have your own vision in your mind. And then you got to be able to, to pursue that and just go and go and go and never quit because you'll get knocked down. You'll get fired. I'm just saying the things that have happened to me. Uh, <laughs> I got fired. Um, I had I had a program director that literally told me my degree was worthless. I mean, I've had health issues. I broke my ankle. A lot of that kind of all at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of this was all happening at the same time. And um, you have to press forward, man. You literally, it's, it's so, it's, it almost sounds corny that I'm bringing up Rocky right now. <laughs> like the scene in the movie is so inspirational where he's like, he's like, it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit. And yeah. that's really what it is. Like this business, a lot of it is smoke and mirrors. A lot of it, we, we post videos and entertainment and pictures, and it looks like we're having the, you know, the time of our lives. And we probably are in that moment, but for weeks and months and years leading up to that moment, it was a lot of boring stuff sitting in the studio, practicing and perfecting our craft. Yep. And then even after that, even after the 40,000, now you go home, you drive home and it's quiet and you're all alone. And eating, it's like eating ramen in your living room. And you're room. eating ramen. <laughs> you have to push forward. You have to figure out your own way and just don't ever give up. I love that. And I think, I think that's going to help a lot of people. Thanks for Thanks for saying that. And thanks for making the time to be with me on the podcast. It was kind of a last minute, like, hey, I'm in Boise right now. We should try to do something real quick <laughs> setup. So let's let's send this one out with a quick uh, freestyle, like 30 seconds. You going to beatbox? Yeah, I'll beatbox. Yeah. <laughs> you got to cut that, bro. Oh, I will. Everybody's going to kill me, dude. I just had to do it. <laughs> no, no, that was good. That was good. Okay, one more time. One more time. <laughs> Yeah. Uh. Preston Lee hanging in the studio. I don't know what rhymes with studio. Actually, I do. I just don't want to say it though. Yo, yo, check it out. Watch me break it out. When I wreck it now, I'm about to bust it down. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> that was good, man. <laughs> This is Upbeat with beatboxer, musician, speaker, and show host, Parker K. Subscribe at parkerk.co.